Highways Voices, the podcast of Highways News, your one-stop destination for all the news about the highways and transport technology industries, and our must-read daily newsletter. It's the last Highways Voices before our summer break, and today we look ahead to a busy autumn 2022. We have Nick Harris, who will be opening on day one, followed by Baroness Veer, and after her keynote, she'll be doing a walk around of the show. There's getting on for 180 technical research papers split over roughly 40 sessions. There's about 80 special interest sessions. There's three plenaries. There's 11 forums, four international ones and seven regional. And of course, we've got the all important bar consortium. We've done very well on that front, Paul, so uh, I won't be losing money on the bar this year, hopefully. A whistle-stop tour around the JCT Traffic Signal Symposium, ITS World Congress in Los Angeles and Highways UK in the podcast today. Three events I'll be reporting on here on Highways Voices, with thanks to our sponsors taking me to LA, Swaco, Notar AI and Gevi. Highways Voices, in association with partner organisations ADEPT, the Transport Technology Forum, ITS UK and Elkrig. We look ahead to those events in a moment, but first, here's our flavour of the news on the Highways News website at the moment with my co-owner, Adrian Tatum. News from the highwaysnews.com website and newsletter this week. National Highways is developing a series of measures to reduce the impact of billions of pounds worth of vital work being carried out on its network. This includes an increase in the use of higher speed limits past work sites where it's safe to do so, clearer messaging for drivers, more effective diversion routes and a decluttering of the roadside. National Highways also consider an increase in number of full closures of motorways and major railroads to complete work more quickly as an alternative to months or even years of partial closures. In some cases, this means building more structures off-site and then lifting them onto the road. And a major reform of funding, management and oversight of England's strategic road network has produced significant benefits, according to new evaluation. The government's reform programme, which began in 2014-15, has delivered better value for money for taxpayers, led to more efficient planning of road maintenance and upgrades and provided greater confidence for the supply chain. The reporter said. And finally, an Internet of Things sensor network has been developed in Scotland to provide real-time monitoring of rural road conditions and identify better where repairs are required. Dizzy Fleck, a startup-based company, is working with research partners as part of the Scottish government's latest CIFTEC programme to digitally map the forestry and land area of Scotland. The data will detect blockages, potential flooding and other damages. Sensors have so far been deployed in two test locations. Remember, we're available with the latest news 24 hours a day online. We're on Twitter and LinkedIn and we bring you our daily briefing into your inbox every lunchtime. Sign up at highways-news.com. We're the only place you need to go for everything you need to know. Highways Voices with Paul Hutton and Adrian Tatum. So three big events that we'll be bringing you podcasts from in the autumn here on Highways highways voices we've got details on podcasts from the ITS World Congress in Los Angeles and highways UK at the NEC in Birmingham in November to come but on the 14th and 15th of September it's the JCT traffic signal symposium a highlight of the autumn in intelligent transport systems and I'm joined by the man who organizes it every year and it really is a labor of love for him John Nightingale from JCT John how are the preparations going for this year's event? 
Well, as always, it's a frantic time now, Paul, because we're on the run-up to the event. And, and this is the point where we really start to finalise the programme. We're still organising the last of the exhibitors. And of course, the main thrust at the moment is on bookings to actually get people to book to come to the event. So it's a busy time, but an exciting time. <laughs> and the exhibition is always a, a key part of the event. Uh, how are the exhibition sales going? Because obviously with uh, some of the challenges that companies are facing some may be sort of hanging on to see how things are going just looking at the at the numbers this morning uh, I think we've probably got the biggest exhibition that we've ever had at the symposium uh, I tossed it up there I think we've got some like 31 exhibitors this year and interestingly um, we're seeing a lot of companies that, that that haven't been for a few years that are returning but um, just counting up I think we've got a total of um, six new exhibitors this year which is really interesting. People coming from as far away as China. Wow, that's quite incredible. So you are putting together the programme as well. So you've got the exhibition outside and then it becomes extremely academic within the lecture theatre. What are the main topics we can look forward to? Well, I'm, I'm delighted to announce that uh, we put the provisional programme together finally. It's always an enormous task because... Um, We've actually got 25 papers on this year, delivered by over 40 speakers. As you know, we do really pack in the papers at the symposium. They're very quick turnaround papers. And it is a logistical nightmare because obviously we're trying to group papers into topic areas. We've got to deal with people's restrictions for when they can come. But it's um, it's looking really strong. We've got a few highlight papers that uh, you know I'm particularly looking forward to. We've been very lucky to secure, uh, as keynote speaker, Darren Capes again uh, from DFT, who will actually be doing a paper called Where Are We Now? A Look at Connected Vehicle Technology Use in 2022. And I was particularly delighted to get Darren to do this because, um, like Highways News, obviously we attended uh, Transport Technology Forum earlier this year in Liverpool. And one of the main messages that I took away from TTF was that um, connected vehicle technology, although we've been talking about it for a lot of years, there is now concrete evidence that uh, manufacturers are starting to embrace this and, and, and actually put this thing on the street to make use of it. So I'm delighted we got Darren. And I also have just managed to confirm that we're, we're going to pair that up with a paper from Unex, from Jack Durdle, who's actually talking about enhancing vehicle perception using their V2X communication system. So we've got a beautiful session there at the start of the symposium that's going to look at real-world applications of, um, of in-vehicle um, technology, connected vehicle technology. Also delighted to say that we've very honoured that uh, Jenny Martin from ITS UK is actually going to chair that session. And we know that Jenny will, will give them a good grilling. So that's a highlight for me. And so we've given over another session to artificial intelligence this year. But again, um, we're now moving into the sort of delivery stage of this. Uh, and so an excellent paper coming up from Vivacity. Uh, they're actually in Cambridge um, putting the AI system onto what was a mover control junction. Uh, and we're hoping to get some concrete data on, on how that's actually um, going to pan out. Uh, and I'm particularly delighted that we've, uh, on AI as well, that we've got a, a, a collaborative paper from Kirklees Council, Keith McCabe from Simplify and University of Huddersfield, who are, are, are looking at AI um, in probably a more academic way and how you can actually apply AI using existing technology. So I think that's going to be a highlight for me. 
for Signal Designers. Uh, we've got some great content. I'm delighted to say that we've got uh, Jonathan Flynn from National Highways who's going to talk about through about double power junctions. Phil Shoebridge from Jacobs who, who always gives good delivery on Signal Design. So there really is um, something for everybody in all the seven sessions that we've got. And finally, John, of course, the JCT Traffic Signal Symposium wouldn't be the symposium if you didn't have the social events. Yeah, um, we've, been, we've been lucky enough again to secure some fantastic support for that. Unex are, are very generously sponsoring the gala dinner. Uh, Swarco, the drinks reception. One of the lunches being subsidised by TRL. And of course, we've got the all-important bar consortium. And we've done very well on that front, Paul. So uh, I, I won't be losing money on the bar this year, hopefully. Fantastic stuff, John. Thank you. The JCT Traffic Signals Symposium takes place on Wednesday the 14th and Thursday the 15th of September with the Mover User Group on the Tuesday the day before. And it's all at the Nottingham Conference Centre, Nottingham Trent University. So to sign up, just go and find it at jctconsultancy.co.uk, but I'll stick a link to it in the blurb. And we'll be reporting from the symposium on Highways Voices this year. John, see you in September. Thanks, Paul. See you there. I love the JCT and I'm looking forward to it and we'll chat to you from there on Highways Voices. In a moment, we'll look forward to the ITS World Congress in Los Angeles. But first, here's Sarah with the partner news. Highways Voices, with the latest news and events from our partner organisations, ITS UK, Elkrig, Adept and the Transport Technology Forum. You've heard from John Nightingale about the JCT Traffic Signals Symposium and the TTF would like to highlight that TTF manager Darren Capes from Department of Transport will be the keynote speaker at the event. He'll be talking about connected vehicle usage in 2022 and in that session we'll be joined by Jack Durdle of Unix talking about V2X communications. ADEPT has been busy putting the case for local authorities recently at its quarterly meeting with the Department for Transport, raising concerns about inflationary pressures local authorities currently face and the implications for service delivery. ADEPT is working with colleagues on a survey, so keep an eye on the ADEPT website for details. ADEPT has also attended a recent Transport Whitehall Roundtable event themed Why Invest in Roads and has also had a meeting about levelling up agenda and attending a meeting at the local Net Zero Forum. The theme for this year's Strictly Highways event in October is centred around making the case for local roads. Earlier this year, Elkrig, the local council roads innovation group, launched a new mission statement along with a set of overarching objectives which reflect how the group is working on behalf of the sector. The seminar programme for this year's event will highlight projects and initiatives that have directly led to savings for the sector and or examples of where money has been put back in as a result of work carried out. The programme will be split into four key focus areas, net zero, collaboration, innovation and skills, which align with Elkrig's key activities and initiatives. Expressions of interest are being invited. Visit elkrig.org.uk for more information. And ITS UK has extended its deadline for its annual awards until Friday. The event takes place in Milton Keynes on the 13th of October, straight after its Members' Day at the Connected Places Catapult. There are 10 categories you can enter. You have until 3pm, Friday the 29th of July. As always, the link is in the blurb. So that's our partner news and thanks to producer Sarah who will be helping me with the podcasts in LA and talking of which, we'll look ahead to those next. Swarco improves quality of life by making the travel experience safer, quicker, more convenient and environmentally sound. 
from software as a service traffic management solutions to parking, VMS, EV charging and road marking too, find out how Swarco can deliver more efficient and safer traffic management. Swarco, the better way every day. Now we continue to look ahead to the events that Highways Voices will be covering on the road in the autumn. And the day after the JCT Traffic Signal Symposium ends, I hop on a plane to Los Angeles for the ITS World Congress, where I'll be bringing you daily podcasts, thanks to the sponsorship of Swarco, Gevi and Nota AI. And the man who is, well, he's been to every single World Congress that's taken place in person is uh, Professor Eric Sampson, who's the Chief Rapporteur of the Congress. And uh, Eric, thank you for joining us on uh, Highways Voices. What can we look forward to in Los Angeles? I sometimes say to people when they're commenting or criticizing, I suppose, saying it's immensely broad, isn't it? I say, yes, it's the difference between going to an athletics meeting, a swimming meeting, a rowing meeting. When you go to the Olympics, you get a bit of everything. That's what the World Congress is. It is big with a bit of everything. It's particularly big because there hasn't been a North America World Congress for five years. They were hit by COVID, as we all were, so they would have been on in 2020. And there was a very kind arrangement offered by Asia Pacific, whereby the Suzhou and the Los Angeles meetings swapped places so we're getting Los Angeles a year early. It's, it's out of sequence. But what matters is what's coming. There's seven topics in the Congress. I won't run through them. They're all there on the website. There's getting on for 180 technical or research papers split over roughly 40 sessions. There's about 80 special interest sessions. There's three plenaries. There's 11 forums or fora, depending on your education, four international ones and seven regional. And there's a lot of workshops. There's 11 workshops. One of the reasons for that being that the US DOT is sponsoring or organizing and taking part in a lot of events. So you're getting a build-up of uh, nothing in North America for five years apart from the annual meetings. And the fact that this is the ITS America local, if I can put it like that, meeting. So great deal going on, very rich event, a lot of demonstrations. Uh, people are still asking if they can demonstrate and they're rapidly running out of space. There are technical visits. A lot of it is on the website. There's more going on every few days. So the best place to catch up is Let's go to the website, have a rummage around and see what you find. Interesting, Eric. You mentioned, of course, that it's been five years since the North American Congress. Well, that, of course, was in Canada. So the last time we were in the US was almost Canada because just over the river in Detroit. And of course, California itself you know, if in, in sort of global terms, has so much ITS taking place. The ITS California annual meeting is always a major event uh you know i've been to it where the the head of google car at the time stood and uh, and, and presented at, at a as a californian event so we will see an awful lot of technology going on that is californian grown 
Absolutely. There's a number of events during the Congress. There's a governor's meeting which is being organized by the governor of California. There's a meeting of um, ITS California, a private meeting as it were, a lot of other things. There's also, and this is one that people don't often see, there's the, the traditional AASHTO meeting, the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials, who are meeting on Sunday. And this is a very good meeting to go to, to get a picture, snapshot of what's going on in just about every American state. But you're right, um, California is bigger than a lot of European countries. So there is a great deal going on. California generally has been very upfront, very advanced in putting ITS into its transport policies. It's got some of the worst congestion problems in the world. And so it's been testing solutions. Not all of them have worked, but they've certainly been very ready to try something just to see if it does have an impact. And it's one of the states in America where the car is not king. It may feel as if it is on the road, but from the policy point of view, they are trying to get people out of cars and lowering the emissions and all that goes with the use of a combustion engine. And finally, Eric, we realise that uh, quite a few people listening to this podcast won't be able to make it to the event in Los Angeles, which is why we always put this uh, podcast reaching people who are at the event and giving them promotion of, of things to do on a particular day. And alongside that, those that can't make it, giving them a flavour of what's going on. Um, after the event, uh, how will people who haven't been able to make it to it get the full value out of it on, you know, beyond listening to Highways Voices? We will be producing the traditional post-Congress report. Uh, I can't resist saying that the one for to lose the European event this year, it's on the Ertico website, free of charge, and it's 50 or 60 pages summary by my brilliant rapporteur team of what they saw and heard and thought about Toulouse. We will do the same for Los Angeles. I've got a bigger rapporteur team, as you would expect, and we will generate a report. It will be public, it will be free, and it will explain to people, this is what we saw, this is what we heard, this is what we thought. The ITS World Congress takes place from the 18th to the 22nd of September in Los Angeles. Highways Voices will be there and Professor Eric Sampson will be on every day marking a card at the really key papers and sessions that you should be at. If you can't make it, we are the only place you need to go to catch up with everything you need to know from the World Congress this year. Eric, see you in Los Angeles. Thanks, Paul. Safe travels. Still to come, we talk Highways UK. But first, here's Adrian tipping his hat to someone doing amazing things in the industry in... Adrian's accolade. And my accolade this week goes to Kia Highways. It's been a good week for the Tier 1 contractor. Kia has not only announced in a first for the UK construction industry, a brand new tool to track its spend in areas of social deprivation across the UK, but also the trialling of an innovative hydrogen-powered fuel cell at its National Highways A58 Windy Harbour to Schiphol site. 
The project is the first hydrogen-generated deployment undertaken by Kia Highways. Great innovation from Kia again. Deserved winners of my accolade this week. Highways Voices, the podcast from highwaysnews.com. Highwaysnews.com. And then we get into November, and on the 2nd and 3rd at the NEC in Birmingham, it's the Highways UK event, which has really become the leading highways and transport technology event all under one roof in the UK. So very much looking forward to that one. Last year was absolutely buzzing when everybody got back together after all the restrictions, and it was two fantastic days. We brought you podcasts from Highways UK last Last year, we're official podcast provider again this year. And so let's find out more about the event from Claudia Davidson, who is senior conference producer of Highways UK 2022. Hi, Claudia. Tell me, uh, you look like you're building on the success of last year by giving yourself even more work to do this year with an even bigger event at the NEC. Indeed. Yeah, we we had so much success last year. We had 5,000 people through the doors, given, you know, we were still in difficult times. It just shows that the the fantastic success the show has had. And as you say, this year, we've got two new theatres, so even more work for me. But it just shows that there's so much going on in this sector at the moment. And hopefully as an event, we can move to respond to that, really. Now, obviously, I'm going to be there for uh, the events and reporting from Highways UK uh, with podcasts ahead of, during and after the events. But give me a flavour of some of the new things that you're introducing and some of the themes that we can look forward to when we all meet up in November. So I think for me, the two new theatres have been a real pleasure to put together. We've got a digital construction theatre, which focuses on digital twins drones, robotics, connectivity, and that's obviously off the back of the digital roads announcement by National Highways at the end of last year. So there's some really interesting things going on there from some of our tier ones, but also some really interesting startups that are coming through. So I'd really encourage people to check that theatre out. And secondly, our ITS theatre, which ITS UK have been fantastic in helping me put together. I think the three things I'd point out from that one is our working groups that we're running. So smart environment, enforcement and road user charging. So they can really get into the the nitty gritty of what's going on in in those areas. So that's content, I'd say. I think a real theme of the show this year is innovation. And we've got our startup village, which is tripling in size this year. They're the main things for me at this stage. And of course, you always get really good keynote speakers. Now, it's very difficult if I ask you who's going to be coming along because we're going to have a new prime minister. So we could have a completely different ministerial team at the Department of Transport by the time we meet up in November. But how are you doing on getting some of the really big names in the industry along to speak in the main theatre in Birmingham? Yeah, as you say, times are very uncertain at the moment. But as of the 20th of July, we have... Nick Harris, who will be opening on day one, followed by Baroness Veer. And after her keynote, she will be doing a walk around of the show, visiting the local authority hub, our startup village, and really showcasing the best of the highway sector in the UK. Then on day two, we have Sir John Armit from the National Infrastructure Commission. And we have uh, Jenny Gilruth, who is the new Scottish Transport Minister. And I think a real theme for this year, again, with the show is branching out into Scotland and into Wales. I think England is obviously the focus of the show primarily, but 
I think it's important to really represent the UK, you know, the show is Highways UK. So I think that's going to be a really interesting addition this year. And I also want to pick up, because I was going to say that, and you've, you've beaten me to it, that it is Highways UK. But I remember when uh, Andrew set the event up all those years ago, it was almost accidentally at the same time that Highways Agency became Highways England. And there was an immediate link between Highways UK and Highways England. And it was seen as very much a strategic national show rather than local authority based. But you mentioned local authorities. You really are bridging the gap between the strategic road network and the Department of Transport and uh, National Highways and now local roads as well. Definitely. And I think another buzzword for this year has been collaboration, whether that's within the, the tier ones and the tier twos or within national, regional and local government. And I think it was a couple of years ago, we added the local authority theatre. And this year, Elkrig are going to have their own area. And I think also in terms of the more broad conversations, I'm really hoping to get some local representation onto those. So into the keynote alongside national highways, because at the end of the day, the UK has one road network, whether it's the SRN or whether it's in, you know, towns and villages, and there needs to be that connection. And I think we are facing similar issues. So hopefully the show can be a hotbed for those conversations to take place. And it's not just about a city in the theatres listening to people talking and debating. There's the huge exhibition as well. How are the exhibition sales going? They're going fantastically well. And I think that represents two things that events are finally back with that confidence but I think as I said earlier there's so much going on in the sector and so many exciting companies that have really bounced back and looking to get out there and and make those connections so I think we're 90% sold out already which which is fantastic and already planning next year so um never stops in for this show nice to hear an event in our sector in the uk getting bigger as the years go on claudia we've scratched the surface here on this preview podcast but we will talk more after our summer break and i'm really looking forward to seeing you and the entire team and the event at the nec in birmingham hall one on the second and third of november that's it for this highways voices so there you go that's whetted your appetite for the jct traffic signals symposium for the its world congress i can't wait to go to los angeles to report to you about all that's going on and then Highways UK in November as well. Thanks to our sponsors of the ITS World Congress podcast who are Swaco, Gevi and Nota AI. And we'll talk after the summer break here on Highways Voices. Have a good August. Highways Voices, the podcast from highwaysnews.com.